So, Harry, Mm -hmm. what aspect of gay conversion therapy, as depicted in this film, do you think you would struggle with the most? Uh, Probably wearing those boring-ass outfits. Mm, Yeah. Just wearing all blue. Primary colour's not your friend. No, no, blue's not my colour. I need pink and yellow and anything that's fabulous. The the whole colour of the rainbow, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Suits me well. Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to But I'm a Cheerleader. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most shared interest with Natasha Leone. Sure. (laughs) And I'm joined today by the guest with the best baby growing in her stomach. Oh my god. It's my fiancé, Louise Ball. Is that how we're telling the listeners? Yes. Congratulations. And joining me is always the host with the most chance of becoming Godfather, though he will need to work for it. It's John Lucas. (laughs) Maybe I don't want to be. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Have you ever considered that? (laughs) No problem. Uh, No, please, I really, I need this. (laughs) (laughs) I need this gig. So, Louise, welcome back to the podcast welcome again. Back, Louise, yes. For episode three or four or something. What Five, are you on now? I don't know. Um, Clueless, you've done um, Balesque. Are we on Balesque? Yeah. yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. That, was that the last one you did? Yeah. So, this number, is that all of them? I feel like there's another one. Uh, I feel like. I mean, you're kind of on all oh, of them um, to some degree. That uh, Zach Braff one. Oh, oh Garden yeah, State. Did. That Garden was the first State. one, Garden State, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good, good pick. Torched myself with my first pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been if, if, if we were to do like a line graph of how we've reacted to the films you've chosen, it would definitely be up and down. It wouldn't be a straight line. <laughs> hmm. I think this one's a pretty good one. Yeah, is this, is this the best out of five? I hated this film. So, I'm a joke. I didn't. I loved it. I just I couldn't even imagine. Oh god! I think I'd literally be like, "Can I go to bed now?" No, not after that. Because no, the last Napoleon Dynamite, I was not a fan of, and you were a bit heartbroken. No, no, no I love this. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mean, cl- I mean, Clueless is right up there. Clueless is a timeless classic of you know ever. Burlesque is very ridiculous. Burlesque is a lot of fun. Yeah. Fair, the only one, I, I, yeah, Garden State and Napoleon Dynamite weren't my cup of tea, but uh, <laughs> neither was. Garden State for me. I no, no, you, you, why you, I chose it. I think you chose it knowing it was a bad film. But Napoleon Dynamite, we can all agree, is not. I think a you bad wanted film. to just talk. It's just not a me film. I think you wanted to just talk shit about Zach Braff, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. No, this one was a really good time. Why did you choose it? it? It's been on my like things to watch for ages. Had you not seen it before? Mm, not that I recall. Oh, so I may okay. have watched it. Not sober. Okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, well, I enjoyed it. Good. Yes. What about you, Harry? Yeah, I had a great time with this. I thought you might. Yeah, so, yeah. no, it's uh, brilliantly ridiculous. It is. Yeah, I think um, this film is a, but also it's got heart. It does. It, it's 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 an interesting mix of kind of very campy, silly nonsense, but it does have like a, it has a heart underneath. It's not all just like, just like camp. I mean, it could it could be like American Pie for gays, but it's not that at all. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. really, it's got a little bit of heart and soul to it. It's got an actual storyline, which is not the most sophisticated thing in the world but it's 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 
not, it's, it's totally serviceable. It's serviceable, <laughs> it's heartfelt, yeah. So I like this a lot. It's not perfect. It does have some issues for me, but we'll... we'll it does, yeah. We'll get there. But I, I was impressed, actually, how well this film is generally aged, considering it is, like, 20 years old. Mm. And, you know, a, a lot of films from that, even, like, well-meaning ones, the way they depict kind of LGBT people can be... Eh, they, can, they can have some problems. Definitely, yeah. This one I thought was a really good... It had a lot of different types of personality in there. I think I was surprised by how much like a very light, fluffy film, like just slightly touched on quite a lot of like different things about being gay or being queer or not being queer. It, I thought it was just yeah, definitely. It, it did a really good job. It was very sensitively handled, but also funny and sweet. It was and, really funny. Yeah, yes, yeah. I think the writer director, a lady named Jamie Barris, I think she's called, is lesbian. I believe she's gay. So I think that might be a big part of it. It comes from you know. It comes from truth. It's not like, oh, gay people are so funny. Let's make a film about it. Which, mm. you know, yeah, yeah. is also a, a thing that happened around this time a lot. So, mm. yeah. No, I, I had a good time with this one. And it's so delightfully short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under an it, hour and a half. It's That's like always 87 a minutes. Yeah, the, 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 the optimum time for me. Yeah. yeah, like it only did like a few really silly like bits at the beginning. Like obviously when she's kissing a boyfriend and she sees like female Boobs. cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> Even that was like <laughs> that really could... funny because he only did it for like one bit. And yeah, that was it. Like... That kiss as well. Oh, yeah. It was like if the Kath and Kim kiss ever actually happened. Yeah, it's yeah, it's some of the worst, if not the worst, screen kissing I've ever seen in my life. Like, but <laughs> deliberately so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Peter, would you like to start the conversation? Megan, we love you. We all love you. And lately we've become concerned about certain behaviors. We're afraid you're being influenced by a way of thinking, uh, an unnatural. Do you remember the woman on TV? Honey, we think you're a lesbian. I myself was once a gay. Now I'm an ex-gay, Megan. I-, I work for a place called True Directions who help people like yourself learn to understand the reasons behind homosexual tendencies and, and how to heal them. What tendencies? Should we get onto a bit of a plot summary? Yeah, sure thing. Who's doing it? <laughs> Go ahead, all, John. All eyes on me. Yeah. I can see he's got. I can see he's got it up on his uh, well, got, on his screen I, viewers. No, I'm not trying to like stampede you. I, I always have my notes. That's not. No, I, I couldn't do it. You go, go ahead. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, yes, But I'm a Cheerleader came out in 1999. It stars Natasha Leone as Megan. Mm-hmm. She is a cheerleader, as the title suggests. And very quickly, we established that. So, she's got a. Uh, she, has got a, she seems like she's got the perfect cheerleading life. She's got a boyfriend. She's got a best friend who's played by a very young Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, her boyfriend and her are terrible at making out, as we've established. Uh, her, he doesn't seem to notice. He, no, the boyfriend doesn't seem to notice this at all now. Although maybe he does because, you know, she seems to have very religiously conservative parents. It's a very, like, religious small town. Mm-hmm. And very early in the film, once we've established kind of the family motif because the film doesn't really dwell on anything it really moves along at a clip i think i think we're at the camp within like minute eight so which is very yep. good. yeah um yeah it means michelle williams is out of the film by minute eight yeah i i think she did <laughs> her bit on like a weekend in between filming Dawson's yeah it Creek, was a shame so. because 
Yeah, a while ago I said something about, I'm not sure if it was on air or not, um, about how I've not really seen any Michelle Williams films where she's not just like the grieving wife sure, yeah. or something. She just always seems to play that role. And mm-hmm. it just, like, I really want to see a, a Michelle Williams film where yeah. she's not playing that role. And she's been in some great films in that role, like Brokeback Mountain. Sure, yeah. And I, was, and I saw her and I was like, oh, great, finally I get to see Michelle Williams in not that role. And mm-hmm. uh, she's gone. I mean, you could watch My Week with Marilyn, but it's pretty boring. Right, yeah. Or that one where she's got a dog. It's pretty depressing. Like she's, <laughs> I don't know. She was in that TV show that was about Bob Fosse with that Fosse Vernon. That was supposed to be really good. I never I saw it. But I wouldn't recommend Blue Valentine. No, yeah, but not that role. Yeah, she doesn't really do a lot of fun stuff. To be fair, apart from Venom, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which again, she just plays girlfriend. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is not her film. <laughs> no. She's in this film for all of three scenes. But yeah, little does Natasha Leo know her family and friends are all and boyfriend are all plotting an intervention mm-hmm. because they all think she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I really liked the intervention. Oh, the intervention was, was great. Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she goes to she comes home from school and her, her boyfriend drives her home from school and everyone's waiting for her. There's her parents, her friends, the whole community, and uh, a, an ex-gay counselor named Mike who's uh, <laughs> played by RuPaul. He, he looks like he's done the uh, the butch makeup challenge that they, yeah, that they do. Butch queen first time yeah. up in drag. Yeah. So. <laughs> I did actually say to Harry at one point that this film was like one long RuPaul like acting like uh, RuPaul's oh, Drag Race acting challenge. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, because it's so broad. Because yeah. he puts he has this like ah, I used to be a homosexual. Oh my God. <laughs> like, he's got this kind. He's of, doing a voice. RuPaul has got. He's a, doing a text and voice, I but it's not. It. He goes in and out, and yeah. one, one minute he'll be like, "It's me, RuPaul," and then he's like, keeps like in and out. It's really it was. I good. loved. I loved it because, especially now, you don't really ever see RuPaul acting because he doesn't have to because he's just RuPaul. He just exists and he comes on. Well, you say that he did AJ and the Queen like he was playing a few, himself though, a few years ago. Was he not? No, 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 he wasn't playing RuPaul. Okay, fair enough. Well, apart he, from he, that, he was playing a drag queen. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. But it's 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 weird to see RuPaul acting. Yeah, and yeah, he's not doing the most you know deliberately. He's not doing the most convincing job in the world. But mm. that accent or the voice, the deep voice that yeah really went in and out really killed me. I think this kind of role for RuPaul works really well. Yeah. Like to compare to like AJ and the Queen, literally the only other thing that I've seen him in mm-hmm. as a role. Uh, I remember that we all gave up after RuPaul tried to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me that had like so it was that was so bad it was kind of good in a way. Um but yeah. He is really great in this, and the short shorts really make. Oh, his, it. his little Kylie yeah. Minogue hot pants. Yeah, they, they really got me as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have actually seen them in the wardrobe for the um, acting challenges on Rupert. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he turns up, and he is Mike, the ex-gay. Yeah, he's wearing like a straight as great ex-homosexual. Yeah, ex-homosexual. Uh, so he's there from the camp and they kind of give her a full intervention slash interrogation with the like, no, you are, we are worried that you are in fact a lesbian and they've got all the evidence, which is, it's up there with like, she's in denial. She's in denial. Yeah. No. Like, what do you mean? Like, I can't be amateur. She literally says I'm a cheerleader. And then it's like, tofu. Tofu. Yeah. You're a vegetarian. (laughs) Like her eyes get like slightly wider. Everything that they say. It's like, Mm -hmm. you only have pictures of women in your locker. And it's like a girl in a bikini. Oh, there's some really stupid ones. As They're well. all stupid. It's like that bit in Heather's, like bottled water. Oh my god, he was a fag. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> bottled water's come a long way. Can we just uh, go back a little bit? Since when was uh, vegetarianism a sign that someone's gay? 
Always, Harry. Oh, Always. back in the day, yeah. Yeah, they're back in the 90s, yeah, the 90s sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> Been vegetarian my whole life. This oh. explains everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're like a child of the 90s. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about young people. Yeah, this is 90s. like deep South America. Oh, right. oh, okay, sure. Yeah. This is like deep South America where everyone... <laughs> you not know, notice this, like, the scene at the beginning where they serve out the slabs of steak and she gets like a spoon of cherry tomatoes. Like, yeah. they're really <laughs> trying to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but it's all deliberately stupid, that's the thing. Yeah. They're all stupid, ridiculous stereotypes. It's not so... Yeah, it was like, there was a... The, the sort of split thing where it was like, it could, they could have been like, you're a Satanist. Like, yeah. you're not just a lesbian. Like, it was a, it's that kind of like, you do this! Like, yeah. <laughs> Why would you think I'm a... You've been trying to make us eat this tofu. In diet, watch for a switch to vegetarianism you don't have any pictures of guys in your locker just these mm-hmm. these sexual even vaginal motifs in artwork and decorating gay iconography you don't even like to kiss me it's, it's true. true i can't believe this Denial is a normal part of the healing process that we'll explore at True Directions. Yeah, so basically she refuses to accept that she's a lesbian, but they do enroll her into a three-month gay conversion therapy camp called True Directions. Now, I don't know why it wasn't called New Directions. The joke was right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It would have been, it's, that's so on this film's level to make that joke, and it, it was like so close. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's a good joke. I like it. Thank you. It's not original to me, but um, <laughs> it just made me think um, of new directions. Uh, I noticed that the emblem seemed to look like the pictures of men and women that are on toilet cubicles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole decor Which was truly the, inspirational. Yeah. All, all, the whole decor of the camp was hilarious. Yeah. But so the yeah so she gets taken to this camp for the summer, and it's run by I guess RuPaul, Mike, and but also a lady named Mary, mm-hmm. played by Kathy Moriarty from uh, Raging Bull, because there's a one point which says, "Do you want to be a Raging Bull Dyke?" And I was like, "Ah, because you're in Raging Bull." <laughs> stupid joke, but yeah. films full of stupid references like that. Um, yeah, so she's just like this vision in like fuchsia, like just like vomit pink, like and she. It's funny, like. The film, and I'm sure this is deliberate, the film's like, the characters who are trying to be straight in this film, like the, the counsellors, it's like they're also stuck in the 1950s. Mm. It's really giving you that time that, that time period in film though, isn't it? Like, mm. Edward Scissorhands, The yeah. Grinch. Mm. I was getting Wes Anderson from it. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I was also getting like just Desperate Housewives. I don't know why. I was but... getting a bit of John Waters as well. Oh, sure. Oh, it's definitely, definitely referencing a lot of John Waters stuff. Yeah. Well, actually... The actress who plays Natasha Leone's mother is a an actress called Mink Stoll, um, and she is in all the John Waters. She's like famously in all the John Waters films. So there's like the references are right there. You know? Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, so this this lady Mary is runs this camp, and she's got this she's this very kind of yeah intense counselor. She's like determined to save all these kids from the evils of the modern world. Like just got her before college. There's still time to save her, and um, she's got this flamboyantly gay son who she doesn't see no reason rock yeah rock, <laughs> who seems just to be like the gay handyman of the place but like how you couldn't believe that was a name and then rock. i mentioned like rock hudson and he was yeah. like i don't know who that is and of I was course like, you don't know who rock hudson is, yeah. 
famously gay actor of the 1950s. So again, all all the jokes are written into it. But yeah, Rock doesn't seem like he's in the camp that they're not trying to cure him. He just his mum just seems very annoyed whenever he does gay stuff. He's just just the maintenance guy. Yeah, but he goes around just making eyes at RuPaul the whole time. Pretty much, yeah, it's great. Yeah, Yeah, it's brilliant thing. Uh, and then she's introduced, Natasha Leone is introduced to the rest of the kind of inmates, the rest of the, the class, I guess. And it's all, it's all very set out, like, very much like to very extreme gender lines. So it's good. The girls all wear bright, sick, vomit pink. <laughs> and the boys all wear like baby blue. It, it's like, it, it's like a nightmarish so, ba- point, baby like, shower. blue vinyl suits. Yeah. <laughs> or blue mesh tops as well. Yeah, mesh tops. I, I, really, I really enjoyed that. It's like, yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah straight. Which yeah, are not at all sexual. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're introduced to kind of the rest of the cast, really. Uh, there's loads of them. The main one being Claire Duval, who plays Graham. Mm-hmm. Or Graham. 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 Yeah. She is another lesbian. <laughs> Uh, she's like the bad girl though. She's like she's smoking in bed and she's got you know, severe haircuts and she's just yeah. she, she's all fresh off the back of Girl Interrupted. Pretty much, yeah. She's yeah, she's played this role a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, and there's other ones as well, but they, they, there's lots of. Uh, I really loved actually the introduction scene and they're going. It's the, it's, oh, it's from step it's from step one because we get the film then separates into like these little chapters and it's like yeah. The, the five-step program and each step is like a chapter of the movie and the first one is step one admitting you're homosexual and we get into this kind of Alcoholics Anonymous style scene where they're all like my name's Rita and I'm an al- and I'm a homosexual my name's Jenny I'm a homosexual and it's a great way to introduce all the characters my favourite is by far the really flamboyant sassy Latino guy who's just <laughs> like I forget his name's like Andre he's like Andre actor model homosexual <laughs> <laughs> I like that is it later on they have a group for a therapy session where they have to sort of like state an event that might have caused them to be homosexual that's like, step two finding one was like oh, yeah. a traumatic breastfeeding incident yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that really made me laugh yeah. my mum got married in pants <laughs> but yeah like that first group therapy session it's like yeah you've got you've got you've got you've got your garth yeah, all the stereotypes. Prim, prim and there. proper one that wears glasses that would be hot if she took the glasses off. I, I yeah. really like the gothy one actually. Yeah, um, I like I liked her little uh, storyline of how she's addicted to pain, and then she gets given this uh, pain stick. Basically, it's like Harry, yeah, that's, that's not for the pain, love. I know, so, I, 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 know I know, I got it, I got yeah, it. Like an electric toothbrush. Yeah. I, I know, I know. Yeah, that's not just for sadomasochists. But that's, but that's what it was given, it was sure, given yeah. for, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, given, sure. like, whenever you whenever you feel aroused, like, yeah, yeah, cause yeah. yourself a bit of pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, sure. you know, it's punishment. And she's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. fine. <laughs> whatever you say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, 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 they're all very much stereotypes. They're all a lot of fun. <laughs> like you said, it's like an electric toothbrush. <laughs> no, that not, was not an uncommon. <laughs> no, this is funny. <laughs> Simpler I mean, some times. of us had to use a Nokia 3310. That's, that's, that's very uncomfortable. Playing those ringtones a lot. Um, <laughs> There's a hostels over that. Um, <laughs> you, you, you don't funny it up. Anyway, carry on. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's just move over. Let's do a veil over that for now. Um, and Rufio. Rufio's there from um, The Hook. Is he? Yeah. Wait, which one's he? The one who looks exactly like Rufio from Captain Hook. It's been a long time since. I've I mean, seen Rufio that and Captain Hook's got like very large black and red hair. Yes, but he's <laughs> got the same face. Hi, Megan. Uh, I'm Jan, and I'm a softball player, and I'm a homosexual. 
I'm Sinead. I like pain. I'm homosexual. I'm Joel. I'm a Jew. And, uh, oh, oh, homosexual. Andre, actor, dancer, homosexual. Dolph, homosexual varsity wrestler. How you doing? So they're all pretty clearly gay, but and, and they're all like admitting that they're gay, but because that's part of the first step. But also they're all trying to, you know, for a variety of reasons, they're trying to repress themselves and be part of this course. And then Natasha Lyonne's still in complete denial, and she's like, "But I'm not gay. I'm just. It's normal to think about girls, isn't it? You know, everyone admires the way people look, and then they're like, not the way you think about it." <laughs> and she does this. She has this very kind of intense flashback kind of moments of realization, um, and then she finally comes to terms with it and she's like, I am a homosexual. And then she just starts drooling all over the place. Yeah, like, what was that about? That was an acting choice for Natasha Leone just to like spit so much. Like. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be some some sort of joke or something, but... I think it was. She like, was very was, upset. There was more coming out of her mouth than there was her like tear ducts. Yeah. It was just like weird. It was unusual. Yeah, it was a choice she made, you know. Yeah. She's an actress, she made a choice. So yeah, she then now she knows that she's... She, she now has admitted to herself that she's got some homosexual tendencies and she is trying to follow the class and try and maybe, I guess, trying to get better. Yeah. And then she's taken to like the dorm room and it's this like bright, everything's just bright pink or bright blue. So this bright pink dorm room for all the girls and they have to mm-hmm. share it all together. Uh, and yeah, and that's when one of the girls in the middle of the night is playing with her electric toothbrush <laughs> a lot. Uh, and then we, then we see them just going through all the motions of the, the camp. Yeah. So we've got the ridiculous. I think step two is rediscovering your gender identity, and you get this ridiculous. Uh, the girls are doing housework and vacuuming. But mm-hmm. It's all very, very sexual. <laughs> like, and in and out and in and out. <laughs> and the boys are doing. And there's always somebody watching, just getting really aroused. Yeah, that's it. they're all kind of enjoying the camp because the camp yeah. is so hilariously misguided that yeah, it's actually yeah, just yeah. turning them all on, which is <laughs> one of the main jokes. Yeah. And the boys are all doing mechanics. Yeah, with so like, so like, yeah. They're playing football the playing first football. time. Football, but, yeah. But like RuPaul's like lying down underneath the car, just like That's you know, it, telling yeah. them what his, to do. His but, thighs are just like. But out it's, just, it's just like his his tight crotch bulge, and everyone's yeah. just staring right at it, and just yeah. yeah. One weird little touch from the set design of this film was that because obviously the primary colours are so fundamental to the way it looks. In the the car he's fixing, even the windows are blue. Yeah. Like there's, you wouldn't yeah. be able to see out of them. It's just a blue car, mm. Mm. and when they play football, it's like a blue football. It's well, like, I guess just everything's supposed to be a prop, but it's just very clear. Like this is for boys. You're a boy. Be boyish. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that's yeah. kind of the point of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's all just set to the extreme. Yeah, exactly. And it, it gives the film this kind of very fakey, fakey kind of yeah. vibe as well, which adds to the kind of camp of it all. So yeah, and as you mentioned before, then they get to the step three, which is finding your root, like the root of your homosexuality, finding the traumatic childhood event that might have caused it and so um we, we kind of meet everyone's parents at this point and so the, the jewish kid says she's says he's had a traumatic breastfeeding incident <laughs> and we found out that graham claire duval's character she's got like really a really rich dad who is threatening to cut her off from her inheritance if she doesn't drop the gay thing basically so yeah kind of gives her her backstory a little bit yeah, and it's actually only kind of struggling to find her route. She doesn't really know what her route is. She can't think of anything. And all she can think of is that her mother, her dad was unemployed for a little while and she, her mother might have like emasculated him a little bit. So it's all, it's all a bit silly, really. So they're kind of going through the camp trying to make it work. Uh, well, she's trying to make it work. She's really kind of committed to it for the first parts. 
Um, so Megan's doing very well, but then she one night she gets up out of bed and she catches two of the boys kind of, I guess just make it out because they're kind mm. of rolling around on top of each other, but they're both fully clothed. Yeah. So I guess they're just like, yeah, frottaging or something. These are teenagers. They are teenagers, yeah. But yeah. So she catches Te- Teenagers them. don't have sex. No, they don't, yeah. Uh, never, never. <laughs> and yeah, she catches them and she screams and they both get caught by the by Mary and mm. Mike. Um, poor old Rufio gets expelled mm-hmm. and the other one gets put into solitary confinement Just he's just like it's in a kennel shoved into a Wendy house for like five days straight <laughs> the most fabulous dog kennel in the world it's a Wendy it's not isn't it a Wendy house yeah but like, like well they call it the dog house uh, I didn't pick up on that I thought it was just a Wendy house well, that was weird uh, I, I guess it was a Wendy house shove yeah, a full but... grown 15 year old into a Wendy house yeah. for five days straight it wasn't actually a dog kennel but like, it was kind of like he had to like bend down yes of course yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and I can only imagine what he was getting up to in there for five days. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he had some company. Uh, so now she's very much unpopular with a lot of the rest of the crew. Like the, yeah. the, She she rattled out two of the boys. But her and Claire Duval are starting to have a bit of a thing for each other. There's, the sparks are kind of flying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one night they all break out of the camp and sneak out to a local gay bar. Which is where... Oh, they don't sneak out to a gay bar. They The mysterious paper airplanes that are coming into the camp mm. are from it turns out from a couple of ex ex gays <laughs> who used to be working at the camp and then they broke free and they they kind of saw the light and they now they try and rescue other teenagers and give them another alternative opportunity mm-hmm. and yeah i like how they said like we're not trying to tell you you have to be gay we're just saying we're giving you another point of view to look at so mm. it was very like even-handed in that way i mean obviously the camp is ridiculous but like yeah yeah so they go to this gay bar called Cocksucker, which is <laughs> I've never I've been to some gay bars in my time. I've never been to one with a name that's as direct as Cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they often try and do some sort of a pun. Yeah. If, if, if they're going to be really crass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is just no. It's the Cocksucker. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very appealing to lesbians, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the Cocksucker, and the the fabulous. Like his Spanish gay guy, he immediately acquires a feather boa, which I just love. He just like, struts him, yeah. like he's on <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah. He just picked up a feather boa somehow. Yeah, he uh, is the best. Actually. He's a lot. Of, he he's has some of the best lines. I think he's really really funny. Yeah, and Megan and Graham they finally kiss. Like they, they have a little dance on the dance floor and they make out and mm-hmm. and then they sneak back to the camp the next the, the next morning. And it, but unfortunately they get caught because somebody has left a. Matchbox from Cocksucker. Cocksucker matchbox. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you used to come back from a bar with boxes of matches? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, because back Definitely when you had some Fab Cafe ones or something. Yeah, it was when you could people. still smoke. So you'd go, you'd like, they'd have like match machines in like the toilets, wouldn't they? Like, you'd never give you lighters or anything. No, people did have lighters. It's not that old, but you, you'd, you'd have. Chem- like... I've got a chemic tavern lighter upstairs. Yeah, so. but you'd get, you'd have like. Um, Snack machine, like like a snack machine, but for cigarettes, didn't you? Like for yeah. cigarettes and matches. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, back in the day. Yeah, so someone's fa- Mary finds a matchbox from Cocksucker, and so she like threatens everyone to. Uh, she's interrogating all the kids, but then I think Graham throws her off the scent a little bit by pretending she's developed a crush on one of the boys. So that's, yeah, the Jewish that's, one, the Jewish boy. Yeah, which is very convincing. She makes him very happy. It's really Cut. funny actually because she's just like, so like the woman's like. Mary's like, who's meant to cocksucker? I found these match matches. Own up, or you're all in trouble, or whatever. And then like she's just like, yeah, that's great, Mary, but um, I just got something really important to tell you. <laughs> and, like she's just like she just totally glosses over it. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. 
That's a good save. <laughs> but I, I kind of felt sorry for the Jewish boy because I was like, oh, he looks really happy about this. And Max, are you going to get let down? I don't think No, they all know. I think yeah. that's the best part of the whole yeah. film. Yeah, all the kids are aware that I think for the most part that they're not really trying to be straight. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then. Apart from the one who it turns out she is straight. Yeah, I loved that. I yeah, I really love that too. Really nice scene. Yeah, see, Wait. there's one who's like super butch. One of, the, one, of the, one of the girls one of the who, girls. who has like really short hair but was a bit of a short Mohican. Oh, I took from that that there was more going on. Oh, no, I, well, I took it at face value because she's like the most stereotypical one. Because she's got like, yeah, you know, she's got the short hair, she's got like a moustache, she's got like, not to offensively stereotype lesbians, but like she yeah, is like, like, like... I guess I took it that there could be some gender issues. Oh, maybe. that's what. Yeah, it could be that as well. But um, in that case, wanting to be with a guy wouldn't be... Would, would technically be gay. Uh, I... Yeah, I just took, I just took from it that it was that everyone assumed she was gay because of the way she looked and the way she acted, but actually she was like, I, I genuinely am not. Like, I just thought that was like a nice look. It could be your thing as well. It's when she said, "Cock up my." And then they stopped. Yeah, that felt like it had been a line had been cut. It was very like abrupt. Yeah, like well, maybe there's only two ways. True. So. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, just yeah, no, that's I kind of what I took from it. Maybe you're right. I didn't think of it that way. That's that, but that's kind of interesting too that they included like if they included like a trans character, which I didn't really think about, but. Either way, I think it's nice that it did. I wasn't can... saying that's how she had to be just because she had a moustache. No, not at all. But yeah. it did strike me as mm-hmm. that might have been. Very, no, very possibly, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, either way, I think it's nice that they, like I said, this film, it doesn't just say that all gay people are the same and they're all just like one note stereotypes. It, it kind of takes a little moment to kind of, these are all like individuals and they've all got their own little journey that they're on, even if this film's not going to follow you on that journey. So. I guess I found, because they were like, she was upset like they were upset by her, them being like you're not gay you're not gay you're not gay mm. it, that could also be construed that like yeah she's not a lesbian mm. yeah she's gay yeah in sure. a different way like, sure yeah absolutely yeah 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 it could be any number of things but uh no it, it, i thought it was interesting anyway definitely and then megan her parents natasha lane's parents they come they're brought up again because of this latest issue and they basically the mum basically threatens to disown her she's like well if you continue to be a lesbian you will not, never be welcome back in our house again so mm. it's really yeah quite hard hitting really now honey your mom and i both know that you didn't have anything to do with that that field trip to the cocksucker field trip to the c- <clears throat> but if you had gone you have to know that you would be on your own. What's that supposed to mean? Well, you can't come home. We can't allow you to live an unhealthy lifestyle under our roof. So, Megan, if that is what you choose, you're choosing to cut us out of your life. And so Mary decides to set up a picket line because she knows that the two XX gays are the ones who've taken her students like, yeah. to the dark side. She sees, she makes them all pick at their house and like fling rocks at them and mm-hmm. so yeah. So I, I did love the homophobic sloganeering. It was it was quite yeah. <laughs> silly faggots, dicks of a chick. So that was it. Yeah, so yeah. yeah that silly was faggots, it. dicks of a chick. So. <laughs> yeah, it was so long. It was like, would you such even bother a, such to a, read such that? Such a convoluted. Like... It's it's from that old advertiser slogan, isn't it? Silly rabbit tricks of the kids. But like, it's so convoluted. Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> And I, 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 again, it was just like obviously a not very subtle way of like saying a lot of these people who are filled with hate are often hiding something about themselves. Mm. So, yeah. But anyway, they get to the end of the course, at the end of the two month program, and 
Megan's actually done fairly well for herself. She seems to be on the verge of graduating. Unfortunately, Andre the flamboyant gay one does not pass. He yeah. has, uh, he's failed the course. He's the one kid who fails. So I feel I feel like the more of them should have failed, really. I don't get oh, yeah, I think the, the the standards of this course are, are questionable. Pretty low, yeah. I really, it really made me laugh how whenever there was like a crowd scene, yeah. anyone who wasn't in the main scene was doing something ridiculous. Like, yeah. There's one like long shot where like, it kind of takes in the whole camp and also the kids. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, the Jewish kid and one of the other gay boys, they're just playing patty cake. Yeah. Like, nobody's stopping them. It's just like, yeah, they're just, just living their best gay lives. Yeah. You know, where they're not being forced to do stupid things. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so apart from poor old Andre, who kind of storms off and gives a big speech about how they're all fooling themselves, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just like, I just wasn't meant to be butch. <laughs> And then they have to do the final test. So they're all ready to graduate, except they have one final test. Oh, this bit's grim. <laughs> so the simulation. Simulation of sex. Yes, yeah, simulation of sex of sexual intercourse. I find it hilarious. Oh, it's it, it it's one of the most ridiculous things yeah. I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, they're all dressed in Adam and Eve. Adam costumes. and Eve like skin tight suit. Yeah, skin suits with the little leaf over the private parts. Mm-hmm. Rock is there as the main boy for the women for the girls yeah. to simulate sex with. Yeah. And his own mother is screaming out basically, yeah. Harder. Harder, faster, yeah. better, more, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's 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 absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I also did you notice that when he's like simulating sex with Claire Duval, like they're lying on the bed mm-hmm. and in the background there's what looks like an old fashioned like wooden television on a stand. Mm. But it's just got a still picture of a bunch of licorice all sorts. No, I didn't notice. You know what it says? It was no, such I did a weird, It was such a weird like uh, design choice. Mm. It was like the TV was just broadcasting a still photo of licorice all sorts. Like very close <laughs> up of licorice all sorts for no reason. Mm. Go back oh, and watch it. It's, yeah. it. It tickled me anyway. Yeah, so this ridiculous Farago is supposed to be their last graduating thing. But I think on the same night... Doesn't Meg- Megan and Graham sneak out together and they actually have sex rather than yeah. stimulated sex? They actually sleep together, and then the next morning on like the eve of the graduation, they get they get caught and Mary threatens to kick them out. The mm-hmm. the the gothy one dobs them in, I think. Oh, does she? Because she's she jealous. Because she also likes Graham. She also likes Cleo Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Megan refuses to back down or apologise, and she is kicked out. Natasha Leo, and she's kicked out. But Graham actually betrays Natasha Leone and because she wants to stay because her parents are still threatening to disown her. Mm-hmm. So now Natasha Leone, she's been abandoned by her parents. She's been abandoned by the school. She's got been abandoned by her girlfriend. She's got nobody. So she goes to stay with the, Larry and Lloyd. Larry and Lloyd. Larry and Lloyd, the XX gay. She goes and stays with them instead. And she finds that Rufio, who was expelled earlier. He's now just living, living, living his them, best life, living his best life in his rainbow, in his like full rainbow. <laughs> it looked like, like a prison jumpsuit. It did look like a yeah. rainbow prison jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, it did. Everything, everything in the house was like just rainbow covered. Like there's like an rainbow covered egg cup at one point, and like candles were like each, there's like strips the of wax. Serviettes were AIDS memorials. So exactly. It's just it's yeah. Mm. It's it's not subtle. It's not subtle. No, <laughs> nothing about this film is subtle. But he kind of teaches her that there's another way, and that like actually these XX gays again have, have taught him how to embrace who he is and he's much happier now that he's not in the camp anymore and they decide to organise a rescue mission to rescue Graham at the at the gay graduation ceremony and so they go they drive up to the ceremony it feels like at this point the film kind of just ran out of budget 
Definitely, because it's like the end. It really just stops. This was my only complaint with the film. That it just kind of stops. Yeah, I mean, I've had all day to think about this, and I kind of thought about it, but like. So Megan's revenge is to come back and do a cheer for Graham mm-hmm. to persuade her to come with her, mm-hmm. which is cute and all. But I kind of wanted the like the f u speech to happen, but it just it didn't. Yeah. It does not come. There is no does... like holding Mary and Mike accountable for this horrible school doing horrible things like yeah they don't even really get like humiliated or anything it's just no. like not yeah basically they, they turn up at the camp and it's like actually it's clear they've got out of money because this whole sequence is just like on an outdoor lawn with a bunch of yeah. chairs like it's just yeah. there's, there's no set at this point mm-hmm. anymore and they're about to do the ceremony and she runs it uh, natasha leon runs in and kind of confesses her love to me she kind of pulls graham to one side and then says look we need to get you out of here come run away with me mm. and graham initially is like no i can't i've got to stay i can't i've got to finish this and so she goes back and then Natasha Leon comes back again and does a full cheer because she's a cheerleader and she says actually even though again she's again with the whole like not conforming to one gender stereotype or another she's like actually even though I might be a lesbian I really like cheerleading and it made me happy and it still makes me happy so uh, they yeah she does a little cheer for her like you know five six seven eight I want you to be my mate or something yeah it's nice but it's very short it is and, then, and, and there wasn't much energy to it and no, I kind of wanted a bit more yeah I don't know if Natasha Leon is na- the most natural cheerleader in the world to be well I think, I think it was like she was given a weird direction of like do this cheerleading routine sing this song do this yeah. dance but make it make us feel like emotional about it and like yeah. you know how you're feeling mm. Yeah. Um, and so all she could really do was just kind of do it low energy and sing a bit quietly and that was it really yeah but the other thing I thought about this is that like in some ways the ending's really good because like no it, amount of like FU speech speeches does stop this kind of thing from existing sure yeah and it wouldn't have changed like people like that Mary don't like change their mind because someone has a go at them like mm. they are they're never going to change so yeah. like in some ways it's really really realistic they just go off into the sunset with their yeah oh, with their sure. new pals like yeah, it's, just, it's just kind of a bit inconclusive really yeah it doesn't like ruin the film it's 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 just it's just very weird how it really just stops so fast like mm. they run away yeah, they together. just get back in the truck and they're, go- they're, they're gone and then it's just like yeah boom credit roll you don't really get to see what happens to the other kids like or anything it's just mm. like does the ceremony continue we don't know but uh, but the film ends anyway, and we get a nice little optimistic finish where we see that even though the mum might not accept Natasha Leone, her dad does go to a lesbian parent support group, and that's very nice. Yeah, um, hmm. yeah, and, and literally that's it. The credits roll, and that's the end of But I'm a Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. I won't take no anymore. Five, six, seven, eight. I want you to be my mate. One, two, three, four, you're the one that I adore. Five, six, seven, eight, don't run from me, cause this is fate. I enjoyed it, good pick. Yeah. Fun time, fun time. Nice, a nice progressive little late 90s cult film, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't boring at all. Was not boring, no. Yeah. Nice to see a bunch of... It's weird watching Natasha Leone before she got like the whiskey voice. It's still it's coming, still, though. It's, 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 it's on there. its way, but it's, yeah. it's a you lot You could more... see the look in her eyes every time Graham got to have a cigarette because that was her character. It was yeah. like, <laughs> please! Like... <laughs> yeah, I think this was like just before she had her troubled years. But uh, even so, like, yeah, it's, in- it's interesting to see all these people who are like super young. Like, mm. yeah. 
but yeah, should, very good. Should we move on to drinking games? Yeah, let's. So, drinking games. Harry, do you yes. want to start? Right. No, I'll start. Oh, okay, you start. Go on then. Drink for short shorts. Drink for short short shorts. <laughs> Who likes short shorts? RuPaul likes short shorts. <laughs> I would. I, was, I, I have one that kind of complements that, which is just drink for thigh meat. Oh yeah, like, you get, wobbly, like, wobbly thighs. But male and female, you get a, yep. fat, you get a lot of thigh in this film for both. So it's equal opportunities, really. But yeah, all yeah. all of RuPaul underneath the car hood with his little short shorts on, and just like right in between his legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Rock is just a Rock is just a porn star essentially. Like yeah, yeah. Drink. I was gonna say that drink for any time. Mary some Rock does anything like yeah. gay, but she doesn't do any. Like she just kind of overlooks it. Yeah, like. yeah sure. <laughs> I can uh, keep on the theme for this. Drink for any time. It focuses on boobs or butts. Boobs or butts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've already discussed it a little to bit. To be honest, when when the, when the film first comes on, because it starts off when she's cheerleading, but then just like fantasizing about. All the cheerleaders, uh, boobs and butts, and yeah. like you don't quite know that she's fantasizing at this point, and I have no idea what this film is, and I'm like, I like this. This is a good start. <laughs> uh, drink for awkward kissing. Yeah, Just, that one that. scene at the yeah. beginning, but it does happen quite a lot. I think. It does. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like forced kissing between yeah people who yeah. don't want to kiss, like, or don't know how, or don't know how to kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drink for primary colours. Um. Yes, disgust, disgust. This film was actually at certain times hard to look at. Yeah, because it's just because it's that shocking pink at times. And the green lawn and yeah, yeah, it, it really, mm. yeah, it's it's all so bright. Yeah. <laughs> Drink for the word homosexual. The word homosexual. Okay. Comes up a lot. Yes, of course. Yeah, all variations of. Yeah. yeah. And, and, any, and also ex-gay. Ex-gay. I think, I think any word for gay, you know, or, yeah. you know, any slur yeah. word. Drink for bad denial. Drink for very bad denial. Convincing <laughs> <laughs> denial, yeah. Delusion. Convince yourself. <laughs> Uh, drink drink every time RuPaul's accent wanders. Oh, God, yeah, you'd be absolutely <laughs> twatted. He was really in and out. <laughs> yeah. Drink for disapproving parents. Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I've also got drink any time rock is provocative. Drink every time rock is accompanied by porn music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, or just drink for porn music generally, actually. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Drink every time, like, but, like, you stereotypical porn music. Like. <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, drink for secret gay touching. Secret gay touching. Like secret hand holding and mm. fondling and yeah. stuff. There is plenty of that. Mm-hmm. Drink every time. Well, don't give me that you awkward look. Good fond- secret fondling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fondling myself right now. <laughs> Listeners don't even think he isn't. Like, seriously. <laughs> he is, seriously. <laughs> On that note, drink for phallic imagery. Oh yeah. That, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah phallic yeah. imagery yeah that's wonderful Graham. now at this point the man will insert himself into the woman yes that's yes rock that's it uh mrs brown what is it joe what about foreplay no, foreplay is for sissies real men go in unload and pull out oh Right, I think you should go with sequels. We could go on. Yeah. All right. Well, before we do, listeners, if you've enjoyed this show, then you can go to patreon.com slash beyondtheboxer and you can subscribe for as much or as little as you think we're worth. We do a pay-as-you-fill system. We don't do tiers. So 
whatever you, whatever it is you feel like paying, you get everything. And everything is a bonus show where we review recent releases. Mm-hmm. Our latest one would be in the Heights. We in the Heights, at some point this week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What was the one before that? Oh, uh, before that we did the uh, Quiet Place Two. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah. That was no, a good time. God. Yeah. But also in the next week or two, we've got Black Widow to go and see at the cinema. Oh, sure, so, of yeah. course, we'll be doing a full review Exciting of that. Exciting times. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a great time with that. I bet you are. You mean, it's going to be emotional. First Marvel film for like 18 months. Yeah. yeah. But you know what's great? They're never stopping after this. And, and that's the thing. There's, for there's like a year a, now. I know. I feel like it's just created a backlog that's just going to. Yeah. It literally has. Yeah. yeah no, they, they need to get them out. They've got too many. They don't know yeah, what to do with them like all. A, like a blockage. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so you get that. You get a 30-second advert slot right here on the main show. You can talk about your own podcast, your own business, or whatever you feel like talking about. It's your time. You can, yeah, talk about that. And also, once a month-ish, we do a Patreon episode where we pick a Patreon at random, and you can choose the film for us to pitch sequels to right here on the show. You can also come and guest if you want to, but you don't have to. So all that is available at patreon.com slash set. Indeed. Okay, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Or do you go at the end? You go first. You always go first. Okay, sure. So my sequel focuses on one of the side characters, and that side character is, of course, Mike. Nice. RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul Charles. Because I, I thought, obviously, you know, we all love a bit of RuPaul, and I thought his character was a little bit. We didn't really get enough from him. Like there was a lot going on. Left there, us no. wanting more a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he kind of disappeared from the plot towards the end. So I'm thinking we Which pick is up... rare for RuPaul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if anything, overexposed now. Right? I mean, he probably realised the. Um... Extent of his acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he found other talents that he's yeah, better at. So, but I'm thinking this can open 25 years later, so it brings up to the present day. Uh, not to say RuPaul couldn't still pretend to be in his mid 30s. I'm sure of all the Botox he could, <laughs> but you know. But I want the vibe of this sequel to be very campy, like very like this film, like mm. very camp and over the top and not subtle. Yeah. So it's going to open with him still in therapy, still even even 25 years later still struggling with his uh, latent homosexuality. Like mm. he, he keeps trying to not be gay. He's in therapy to, to not be gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, he's sitting in his therapist's office talking about his latest struggles with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I would really like his therapist to also be played by RuPaul. Okay, sure. But like RuPaul D- D- in drag. Disguise. Oh, drag, okay. In, like a, a, a female RuPaul. Okay. Because you probably haven't seen... Louis might have. There was a really funny series of films in the 90s called the Brady Bunch films. Sure. And he played a he played a female therapist in that. And it's mm. just very funny to me. So I like... I think he should be playing his therapist I character. I like this idea, yeah. Yeah, he's playing his therapist character from, from the Brady Bunch movies, mm. giving... Mike. Mike. Butch RuPaul yeah. therapy. Yeah. But it is, it is therapy from the perspective of... I don't want to be gay. How do I not be gay? Yeah. But maybe the therapist is trying to help him to move past this very closeted worldview that he's got. So is the therapist, uh, in as, as character, is the therapist a woman or is the therapist a man in drag? I think it's unclear. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's good. In that classic way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But the therapist, so he's talking to the therapist and the therapist says that the root of all this sexual confusion might actually be put down to a traumatic childhood event. Yeah. You know, it might be his root. Um, and so she urges him to kind of explore his past and have some like past life regression therapy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he starts, we kind of like some funny flashbacks of him like fantasizing about other lives he's had and all that kind of stuff. You know, all could be played very much for laughs. But then he decides to go and find out more about his own childhood. So he goes and visits his very elderly mother mm-hmm. in 
in the nursing home. Because I'm thinking if RuPaul's like 55 at this point, his mum's probably like 90-something. Yeah. yeah. In this world where his mum's still alive, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so his, his very elderly mother in a nursing home who could also either also be played by RuPaul <laughs> or could be played by like, a drag queen. Oh, Lady Bunny? Everyone, what? Lady, Lady Bunny, perfect, yeah. yes. Lady Bunny would be perfect for this, actually, yeah. yeah. So Lady Bunny is pl- the Lady Bunny is playing his mother, like, demented old mother in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And he starts asking her, like, you know, did anything strange happen in my childhood that might have made me the way I am? Mama, why am I like this mama? <laughs> you know? And she very dramatically reveals for the very first time that it's because he was adopted. Ah. And I love that, actually, if it's Lady Bunny, that's great, because it's kind of like <laughs> in the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard, where it's like, well, yeah. obviously. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. But it's never really addressed. He's, he's shocked to his core. Yeah. You're not my biological mother? Yeah. So, like, Lady Bunny. So that, yeah. that could be really good. Um, yeah. Because listeners, if you don't know, they're very different races. Yeah, Lady Bunny is a plus-sized white woman. Yes. Yeah. Plus-sized white drag queen. And RuPaul is, of course, a very tall and skinny drag queen. Yeah. Black drag queen, yeah. So she reveals that he was adopted. And not only was he adopted, he was separated at birth from his identical twin. Brilliant. Is it the therapist? Well, let me see. Let me show you. We're okay. walking down the road. Jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry. Jump on my idea. Paragraphs to go left. Yeah, Harry. You, well, you... <laughs> and so he, I think it could be like he's talking to... So he's, he asks his mom. He's like, well, "Why? Why do you separate us at birth? Why didn't you take us both together?" And she could be like, "We only had a small car." <laughs> Some really petty reason for not taking both the twins. So she, mm-hmm. he was separated from his identical twin at birth, and so the film's then going to follow him as he as he goes to the adoption agency to try to gain access to his family files so he can hunt down his long lost identical twin brother. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that, I think that can be the meat of the movie. It could be like a road trip kind of thing. It could yeah. be you know, lots of misadventures of him trying to gain access to these files but ultimately he gets them he gets the files and learns that his brother is in fact international supermodel of the world RuPaul ah okay so, so, we're, bring, doing, so we're bringing it into the real world yeah we're, we're in a world in which RuPaul exists but yeah. this mic maybe doesn't has uh, never clocked never that. clocked that he is the spitting <laughs> image of RuPaul now. And it's, yeah because yeah, Mike in this he, he is just RuPaul out of drag basically Based, essentially yeah, yeah absolutely yeah but he's, it's never occurred to maybe, him maybe in this you could make it a bit easier by he's grown like a big beard or something he's got a bit of a yeah what kind of beard you call it but he's got a bit of a beard in the film doesn't he sure yeah but also a goatee. A goatee, a goatee yeah. yeah. But also he's living, you know, he's living in this small, you know... Backwater backwards, yeah. town. He, he probably doesn't watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, he doesn't know who RuPaul is. And he finds out, he finds out and he's horrified to learn that his long-lost brother is, in fact, an international gay icon. Which mm-hmm. is everything he's trying himself not to be. So. Also, this like that kind of reveal is in the same vein of all of this camp nonsense. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God! Yeah, all of this is being played for camp nonsense, yeah. So he's absolutely horrified. So he decides the only thing he can do is he rallies his colleagues at True Directions, all the other, you know, ex-gays and counsellors and Mary mm. and all of them. And they all travel to LA together to mm-hmm. picket, to protest RuPaul. <laughs> so they form a picket line outside the World of Wonders studios mm-hmm. and they're picketing RuPaul. RuPaul himself. is gay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have, all, they could have like <laughs> cheers and stuff. I've not read any, but you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're all picketing and protesting to try and get RuPaul banned, basically. Mm. And, and it's his first time in LA. Yeah. But while he's picketing and protesting against RuPaul, he, he's also constantly being stopped in the street by kids who are like, oh my God, it's RuPaul. Yeah. Because he looks so much like RuPaul. Yeah. So he constantly has like LGBT kids like screaming and crying and going, yes, queen, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which he finds very upsetting. 
Yeah. So he's in LA and he keeps getting recognised by RuPaul fangirls. Mm-hmm. And it's driving him nuts because it's everything he doesn't want. He, he keeps trying to save these kids and they're really confused. Cause they, why, mm-hmm. They're like, why is RuPaul telling us to stop being gay? Yeah. It's very puzzling to them. Yeah. And ultimately, the you know, the, the protesting doesn't work because you know, there's only a handful of them and RuPaul is incredibly popular and the show is this huge success. Mm-hmm. And all these gay kids keep coming up to him and saying, you're fabulous work girl, all this kind of stuff. Mm. And eventually it drives Mike mad. Completely yeah. insane. And he decides that the only way he can possibly stop all of this or stop all this gay madness mm-hmm. is to kill RuPaul right okay oh dear so he breaks into the Wow Presents studio like with a shotgun mm-hmm. and like wait dramatically like holds RuPaul at gunpoint so it's mm-hmm. RuPaul pointed a gun at RuPaul mm-hmm. you know in drag out of drag you yep. know do some split screen action yep RuPaul pointed a gun at himself anybody else there Let's say no. Let's let's say everyone like everyone else runs out flailing and mincing. Like because okay, the yeah. entire casting crew of RuPaul Drag Race is like gay men. So like it's a, it could be all like the, the the gay men from the first film because they're all grown up now. Yeah, yeah. They can all cameo. They're all working on the RuPaul show now. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the gun comes out, they're all like, ah. I'm sure you haven't, but I could absolutely see Michelle like busting out some moves. What myself, Michelle Visage? Yeah. Oh yeah, she could be. Yeah, she could be in this maybe. Yeah. I've not really written a part for her, but yeah. Turns out she's been RuPaul's bodyguard this whole time. Could be. Yes, that would yeah. make sense for you. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, so it's Rue versus Rue. All hope looks lost for actual RuPaul because mm-hmm. this crazy twin brother's holding a gun to his face. But then RuPaul, actual RuPaul, calms her brother down with some soothing words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. She says, Girl, it's not me you're trying to kill. It's your inner saboteur. Oh. And until you learn to love yourself, how in the hell <laughs> are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? And the tears flow from Mike's eyes mm-hmm. and he screams... I'm a homosexual. <laughs> and he finally comes to term. He hugs his own brother. Yeah. Tearful. They're crying. They're crying. It's, you know, glitter starts to yeah. rain down. And then we pull out mm-hmm. and we have a cut chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing is actually the shots. It's all, the entire film has taken place in the shooting for RuPaul's latest video. <laughs> the season finale of season 28.7 of <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Great. <laughs> so the whole thing has been an extension, extended sketch. Yeah. Because like, like you said at the start, you kind of gave away my idea, but that is kind of what it felt like. This this felt like an acting challenge on a RuPaul, especially like in the really early RuPaul did. seasons when the, at the end of every season they, he'd do a music video with the top three and it would be like some kind of stupid storyline. Yeah. And they'd, they'd be like, they'd have to slap him. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He'd have to slap them. Or... Yeah, and there was, I think there was like one season when they all had to pretend to be like his family and they're all dressed as his, you know, they're all like, and he's playing his own granddad and stuff. And it's all just... <laughs> My favourite is that, like, it's kind of weird, but it's the one where he's like kind of playing like an Ike Turner kind of mm, character. Yeah. It's like, miss it. Mm. <laughs> that's really funny it shouldn't be funny but it is it is yeah so anything like yeah all of that basically so I thought that could be a fun way to to wrap it up just go full RuPaul with it so that is that is but I'm a cheerleader too but she already done had hers (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 out of (laughs) the bed she already had hers very good thank you Well, I'm going to go next. Go for it. Anyway, yes. so um, I'm going to pick off, pick up right from where the film left off. Okay, mm-hmm. so Natasha Leone and Claire Duval have run off into the sunset together, yeah? Yeah, and uh, it's called, my sequel is, oh, do we do the, do you say the name of the sequel at the end? So it's up to you, beginning right now. Okay, well, my sequel is called, But I'm a Lesbian But I'm a Lesbian Cheerleader, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
So Megan wants to get her own back on True Directions. Because mm-hmm. um, I say, I feel like that's the one thing this film is missing, that real, like, F you moment. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, definitely. Because it's just kind of like, they just run off, which is perfectly fine and quite realistic, I suppose, probably. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts her own LGBTQIA plus cheerleading school. Nice. With the help of her new dads, Larry and Lloyd. Oh, fab. Is it, like, just down the road from New Directions as well? Yeah. <laughs> and she actively recruits people from True Directions, telling oh, nice. them that they can live a better life and people will welcome them with open arms. I like it. Eventually, Mike elopes with Rock, mm-hmm. Mary's son, mm-hmm. and becomes <laughs> chief cheerleader coach. Oh, nice. And the team go on to compete in cheerleading tournaments and eventually the USA Championships, all while spreading their message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so is that the sort of cheer that they're doing? Yeah. Like, we're here, we're queer, we've got nothing to fear. That kind of so thing. So yeah. the only lesb- the only pred- predominantly LGBT cheerleading course, cheerleading squad, and they're, like, competing with all the heterosexual cheerleaders. So it's yeah. like they're the underdogs, even in... So, yeah. So it's kind so of like I... a pitch perfect kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, or like a bring it on... Yeah, like with, bring it on, that's what I meant. With Sorry, yeah, yeah. queer people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that, yeah. It's not particularly creative, but the film, although it's called Arm Cheerleader, doesn't really mention cheerleading, no, except from the much, beginning no. and at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess like that's what made me think that like maybe a sequel could re- like see, you would think it is literally about an all singing or dancing cheerleader who's a lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is not. No, the cheerleading <laughs> really comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you meet all her teammates in the beginning, but like you say, just for one scene. Yeah. So yeah, I guess like it's yeah, it's more of a cheerleading film, but uh, yeah, you've got a lot of the characters coming back, like like Mike and mm-hmm. and is Rock it like a stuff. mixed gender? Oh yeah, like the, you know, like well, if you've ever seen like competitive cheerleading, that like, there's a there's a really good show on Netflix called Cheer where you can watch it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's actually okay. really interesting. But um, yeah, it's guys and girls because they okay. do a lot of like crazy lifting and is stuff. Is that like it's... normal in cheerleading now? Are they like mixed, or is it like split into like boys compete with boys and girls compete with girls? cheerleading gets like a kind of generic bad rep in these kind of films mm-hmm. like it's actually really like athletic no no that's what I'm saying like I'm interested to, I'm genuinely interested to know in they the, do a lot of the, the guys do a lot of the lifting right so it will be a boys and girls in one squad doing yep. cheers together okay that's interesting yeah yeah yeah. I guess you'll get like bits of like her life with like Larry and Lloyd and mm-hmm. yeah stuff like that and they'll be doing more of that kind of like arguing about like their psychotherapists and stuff which I thought was really funny yeah they, yeah, they, 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 I, I love, fun, they were quite a funny little yeah well, who's my Larry Bear oh, you know one. yeah they, they, they definitely like were, were characters with potential that yeah, you, know, you wanted to see again mm. and what you could do is well, you could have like all the cheerleading like this movie was like all the gay cliches in, in, in but like done in a smart funny way you bring in like all the cheerleader movie cliches and like turn them on the head a little bit. So, yeah you know, totally you could actually you could have like cameos from like Kirsten Dunst or something you know yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe we have like a few people like yeah finding out about themselves and yeah. along the way and that kind of thing and yeah obviously Mike probably coming out and stuff so that was and then like I don't know maybe they at the end the climax of the film maybe they go and like do a cheer at two directions or something and like really piss off Mary yeah could be maybe Mary has now maybe True Directions has fallen apart because so many of the kids have like left <laughs> diverted and maybe they've been like sued and maybe she's now. Started a new now she started a new career as a high school cheerleading coach, but she's doing like a really bitchy, very heteronormative cheerleading. Like the, the nearest big high school, 
She's basically that woman in Glee. I was thinking that she could be like Sue Sylvester, yeah. basically, yeah. So she's doing like a really heteronormative, very cliched, like Christian cheerleading bitchy girls. And then and then the film would build head. to yeah. a climax of it to cheer off between like the yeah, the Christian mean girls and the the queer cheers, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, and of course the queer cheers are gonna win. So Of course. Yeah. So I yeah, like that, that's my idea. I like it a lot. I could see that working. Yeah. Thank you. Reminds me of like the sort of thing that you'd see as a Netflix series, doesn't it? Probably is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought like one of you two might go down this route because I feel like it was sounded quite legitimate. No, I've gone down a. Uh, a route oh God, here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're really uh, in for it now. <laughs> uh, it's only short. So shortly after the end of the original, mm-hmm. it's only short. He says uploading the Google Doc. So Karen, <laughs> uh, Mike, RuPaul, yeah, obviously gets with Rock. Yes. Finally, they relieve all that sexual tension. Oh, wow. And, uh, quite they, a time, yeah. Yeah, it's quite intense. So, so he doesn't just go in, squirt and leave, or whatever it is that she says, that disgusting like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. It's like, that women don't want... Four plays for losers. No, four plays for sissies. Sissies, real, real men, it. Real men go in... It is literally something as, as like... Go good. in, squirt, pull out. That's it. It's yeah. something incredibly, like, vulgar, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, Mom! <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder she's as awful as she is, if that's what yeah, she well, thinks. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, there's, uh, every movie's got to open with a big a big action scene, a big, you know, a climax, if you will. So you're uh, opening with a sex scene. Uh, with those two, yeah. Anyway... Are we going to see RuPaul's legs? <laughs> <laughs> Not in the same shot as his face. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Behind his head, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this naturally ruined the business now that two-thirds of the staff are openly homosexual. Sure, yeah. And uh, was it Mary? Mary, yes. Yeah. Um, she decides to move out mm-hmm. um, as the two of them start restyling the house. Okay. Um, in a way that really does not help when converting gay people. Sure. Are they still trying to convert gay people? Or have they, like... That's the business. Okay. That's, that, that's, how, that's how they make money. Um, so she leaves the business and the two of them well they're not very good at this business are they like in full denial or are they just having to like live a double life or what I guess they'd have to be a sort of a, a double life just like we don't really believe this but we really need the money but yeah but yeah we've got we've got yeah maybe it's actually ever since Donald Trump business is booming so yeah like, yeah yeah just where the money is yeah sure <laughs> um, well I was going to say so this business is failing okay for obvious me- reasons me- yeah obvious reasons yeah so the two of them they, they close up shop and they start something new they really, there's actually great entertainment to be had in watching these people try to be straight because they're so bad at it. Are you making a reality TV show? So they start a reality TV show, merging both their names, calling it Romike's Straight Race. Romike's Straight Race. Oh my yes. God. So this is like a reality contest where gay people have to compete to convert to the most convincing heterosexual? Yes. Sounds horrendous, but I would watch the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> Why'd you make a guest judge on that? Yeah. <laughs> So they use the same house as a set, and the show is it's a hit. Sure. First season's a bit rocky, but it quickly peaks yeah. around season four <laughs> or five. Once they sort out the camera angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The filter. Yeah. Cut to 13 years later, uh-huh. many spin-offs. Mm-hmm. The show is a household name, with Mike being a global superstar, okay. also starring in many bad uh, straight-to-binge-flicks films. Okay. Um, Could it be like, it's really popular with like conservative Christian audiences, so it's like... As popular as RuPaul's Drag Race is with a completely different crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, the show's been running so long and there's so many seasons that they've come across a fairly big problem. Yeah. They're running out of homosexuals to get to compete. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sound familiar? It's, it's just, yeah, it's a um, shallow pool, yeah. So uh, Mike and Rock, they start a new scheme mm-hmm. where they start making some new gays through straight conversion therapy. Straight conversion, okay. And that's where I've got. Okay, so then it, com- it com- comes like 360. They, they go back to their original business model. Yeah, but, it, but, it's, but it's the opposite. So now they're converting no. straight people to make them gay yeah. so they could then join a reality show that turns them straight again. The, the, oh yeah it's tangled web Harry but sure hey that show makes money and they, yeah. they need to I keep can, it going I can imagine it okay sure so then you're going to have like a bunch of very like flamboyant gay people well, it's the same as the original or like really butch people yeah really like stereotypically straight seeming people like and then The make, Rock or The something. Rock sure yeah. and then trying to make them gay yeah yeah. that could be fun you Just weren't wrong you went in a completely different direction yes, totally unviable <laughs> one yeah. um, <laughs> told you so what was the title of that one I didn't have one. No, you didn't have one. Okay. Well, was right. was it was it Ru Rocks Mike Rocks? It was a Ro Mike Straight Race. Ro Mike Straight Race. So it was the Rock and Mike. Most yeah. of their names is Ro Mike. Ro Mike right. Straight Race. That yeah. works. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Is that it? Yeah, that's all. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Harry. Should we move on to listener submissions? Please. We have Mac McIntyre said, "But I'm a cheerleading coach." Okay. I guess that's kind of what you came up with, really. Okay. From the perspective of the cheerleading tryouts and stuff. Ben Stevens said, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. B U double T. Oh, I'm right, of course, yeah. yeah. And it's a big but. It's, and it's a bit of but, and it's a big but, yeah. <laughs> uh, Daryl Ford said, but I'm a rhythmic gymnast. So just, <laughs> it goes like, to the, the Olympics. Yeah, be, yeah. A much more intense version of cheerleading. Stephen Socher said, but I'm thinking of ending things. Mm-hmm. Was that film that you got, you narrowly missed having to see from the Oscar season? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one I like. David Herxker said, but I am Groot. Like, like, get, an academy for gay groups. <laughs> I'll imagine this film that everyone's group. Everyone's group. Like yeah. different kinds of groups. Diff- yeah, but just like flamboyantly homosexual yeah. groups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe a group who wants to be like, I don't know, a vegetable. He's like a tree, isn't he? So he's a vegetable something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. But I am the law, a crossover with Judge Dredd. <laughs> but I'm a president, question mark. Okay. Closet closeted gay presidents. Sure, why not? And Alex Garcia said, But it's my time loop birthday. I don't know what that means. What? But it's my time loop birthday. Oh, because from Natasha Lyonne's TV show. Ah, Russian Doll. Russian Doll, but it's my time loop birthday. Yes. So, ah, yeah. there we go. So, so that was actually very, that was too clever for us. Yeah. That was actually quite good. So thank you everybody for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter, where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, where you can also leave us a five-star review if you so wish. You can also support us on Patreon for as much or as little as you think we're worth to access all the bonus features we discussed earlier in the show. Uh, You can find all the links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. And next week, Harry, Mm -hmm. it's a me pick. And I thought this film, obviously very much inspired by the movies of a director called John Waters yeah who I'm sure you know of he's been on RuPaul's Drag Race a couple of times and sure then, yeah. but um, I don't think we've ever done a John Waters film mm. so I thought this would be a good opportunity to do some actual John Waters mm-hmm. so next week Harry we are going to do a little film called Serial Mom ah uh, yeah you've seen this we watched it together years ago I barely remember I'm it. sure you yeah you, you, I remember you enjoying it but yeah, yeah. it's been a, it was a long time ago so yeah, I think you'll be ready to rewatch it mm-hmm. so yeah join us next week for Serial Mom yeah Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank sorry, you, for our, sorry for our creaky chairs and, and uh, oh yes, and tap dancing the, dog for the tap dancing dog noises in the background, which yeah. will be present. But I so. do not apologise for my dog. No, fine. <laughs> thank you. Nor for ha- you. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, Louise. Yeah. Always a pleasure, and congratulations. So, thanks. Yeah.
I mean, it's hard to sound sincere. I've known for like three months, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all news. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye. See you then. Bye. Bye. is for sissies. Real men go in, unload, and pull out. Oh.